Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. In this episode, I chat with Gabe and Dom of Holidays Barbecue in San Diego, California. Gabe has recently joined the civilian life after spending 11 years as a Navy man. And younger brother Dom, a former marketing entrepreneur, has joined Gabe in their quest to spread Texas barbecue goodness in San Diego, California. I hadn't tried their food when I first recorded this episode, but that has changed. Check out my pics on Instagram if you want to see my visit. I have a little video on there. Uh, man, it was, uh, it was uh, great food and it was a great time. Uh, so Gabe grew up in San Antonio and he traveled all over the world, obviously with the Navy, uh, and he's been able to capture various flavors in his cooking. On the day I went, I actually got to taste a little bit of his boudin, and it was sensational. Very, very good. Uh, another surprise was that Gabe has a buddy that bakes fresh loaves of bread. Really, really good stuff. Um, so it was a nice surprise for me. Uh, they're cooking on a primitive pit, and they've done their research, done a lot of extensive training with one of Texas Barbecue's best, Mr. Brendan Lamb of Smiley's Barbecue. I really hope you enjoy the show. This is Holidays Barbecue. Today I am chatting with my boys, Gabriel and Dominic Holiday. What's up, fellas? What's up? Hey, what's going on, Abe? Out in San Diego, California. Nice and sunny out there. Beautiful as always. <laughs> it doesn't change, huh? My daughter wants to go to college out there. So, man, I, I guess I'm stuck in California, man. I've been here for three, almost, yeah, about three, three and a half years. And, and uh, yeah, my oldest wants to stay and go to college in, in, in uh, San Diego. So, you guys enjoy California? Yeah, there's definitely worse places to be, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so, man. Well, for sure. I uh, it's kind of weird uh, cooking near water, so it's definitely yeah. uh, it's nice on the eyes for sure. Well, cool, man. Well, I've been watching your stuff for quite a while, and um, and we got to meet each other out at uh, at uh, Brett's of all places, right? We're we're in California, but we meet in Texas. Um, so I appreciate you jumping on and and chatting with me. Um, like I said, I've been a big fan, been following you for quite a while. And I guess we've exchanged messages for, you know, for a while now, you know? Um, yeah, man. So let's just jump right in. Um, let's, let's hear a little bit of your background. Um, I know that, uh, I think you grew up in San Antonio, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to walk us through kind of where, where you grew up and, and, uh, kind of some of your food influences along the way. All right. Uh, so I grew up in San Antonio, um, on the south side, uh, I grew up in a predominantly Mexican household, so that's like the biggest influence on most of my food. Um, just all the traditional dishes that I grew up with. Um, and then as I grew up, I, I moved around. Um, my stepdad was in the Marines, uh, so we moved from between California, Louisiana, and then my dad was in Arizona. So I got a little bit of everywhere. Um, I really clung to that Louisiana culture just because I love the uh, I love the celebrations and the food and all the flavors and stuff. The combination of really everybody's food coming together. Um, so I think most of the food influence is a marriage of Hispanic and Cajun food. 
Nice. What's not to love about uh, Cajun food, right? Yeah, it's hard to beat. Yeah, man. Yeah, so San Antonio, near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, that's where my wife is from, and and uh, one of my daughters was born in San Antonio. We lived in San Antonio for for uh, about a year and a half or so. But yeah, man, I get back there all the time. Go see my boy, Esaul. Have you been out there to two M? Uh, yeah, I've been down there a couple times. I took my grandpa last time. Um, we're used to like all the old places out in Seguin and, uh, going out to like all the places that nobody's ever heard of in the middle of nowhere. That's all the places I grew up going. So it was, it was nice to go somewhere in the city that he's never been before. Um, mm-hmm. really enjoyed it when we went to go, uh, to 2M. And Dom, are you little brother? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually a little brother. Little big brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a big boy too, huh? Um, yeah, I actually, well. My well, my background of growing up is a little different. Uh, I grew up down in Tucson my whole life and stayed down there. So I guess the food culture down there, you know, the Mexican culture was huge. And I think it's awesome. Uh, all the spices and everything that come with that. I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. So bring on the spice when it comes to barbecue, you know. That's about it. I mean, I stayed, I guess, American Southwest my whole life. So yeah, that's that, yeah. So Arizona and uh, and San Antonio and, and wherever you hopped around, a lot of the a lot of the the Mexican influence all over that area. So you got a little bit of the that stamp in your food, I imagine. What piqued your interest in barbecue? Um, what piqued my interest? Well, uh, my brother, of course. Uh, I never really thought about it. I enjoyed cooking on my own uh, a lot. You know, just whatever I could in the kitchen. <clears throat> But Gabe was getting it done here in San Diego, and I was living in Phoenix at the time. Uh, this was pre-COVID time. I actually owned a marketing company there and uh, had quite a few clients, and I ended up losing all the clients when uh, COVID started. So Gabe was in a position where he was actually doing pretty uh pretty all right but he was starting to get swamped on the workload so i figured well i'm not doing much over in arizona might as well make the trek and go help out my brother and Mm -hmm. god it's been fun i'm glad i decided to do that because i figured figured i have a real passion for barbecue now and well hanging out with my brother too so it's a good time yeah how fun right being able to work with your with your family and you know, most people that I know that get into barbecue um, don't see it as work, man. It's just like, you know, it's you guys are just having fun. You're cooking and you're feeding people, making people smile. And, uh, yeah, and my boy from Butters always says, yeah, man, I just don't want to go back to work. You know, I want to <laughs> <laughs> keep cooking barbecue. Yep. Uh, That's right there. That's the truth. Yeah. What about you, Gabe? How what, what when did you get started cooking barbecue and, and kind of what piqued your interest and and got this business going? Uh so for me it's I mean it's kind of just a way of life. When I was a little kid, I remember my grandpa had this big brick pit house uh in our backyard. And I remember like going back there and he him and my uncles would uh be making like jerky or uh just cold smoking some sausages and stuff. Um every year they'd go and harvest a deer or a pig. And, uh, so they, they'd smoke all the meats. So from being just a little kid, I remember that kind of stuff. And, uh, when I first joined the Navy, 
there, there wasn't that much barbecue all the places that I that I went and this was like 10 years ago 11 years ago so I ended up in Virginia and uh, just wanted barbecue I had just come back from Afghanistan and had some money burning a hole in my pocket so I ordered a barbecue pit and made the worst brisket I've ever tasted in my life <laughs> uh, and so that's kind of just where it started and um, watching a ton of YouTube videos and making a lot of briskets, uh, a lot of bad briskets before I got to good ones. Um, so yeah, uh, to me, it's just a flavor of culture and I, I love the way that other people's cultures have influenced it. Um, it's my way of connecting with people. So how long were you in the service? By the way, thank you for your service. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm thankful to do it. It was, uh, it was 11 years. Okay. Wow, that's a good stretch, man. That's a good stretch. Yeah. And you, you just uh, recently got out, I guess? Yeah, I got out in October. Okay. Well, well congratulations, man. That's cool. So who did you get your pit from? Uh, primitive. Primitive um, pits. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Oh, Gertrude, right? Yeah. That. Uh, so the first one, actually, Gertrude, she, uh, she was built by a buddy down in IB, one of the guys that I was in the military with, and uh, a real good friend of mine. Okay. They, uh, I told them that I wanted a pit, and so they went to work. Uh, I had no idea that they had the capability to do it, but they did it. And then, uh, and then we traded up and got the one K from from JD over Primitive. Okay. Okay. So Gertrude was the, the 500 gallon, um, and then you got the one K from Primitive. Yes, sir. Is that on wheels or is that uh, is that on skids? It's a uh, trailer mounted. Trailer mountain. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And what's that one's name? Uh, Enola Gay. We uh, we threw some history in there. Um, I, I don't know if you know the history on Enola Gay. Uh, no, nah, I I don't. I'm terrible with history. It's the uh, it's the aircraft that carried the the bombs uh, during World War II. Um, everybody that comes by mentions how enormous it is. So we ended up just going with the biggest thing that we could think of. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So you get this pit, you start uh, kind of experimenting and having fun with it. Um, when did you realize that, hey, man, you know what? I want to start a business with this. I don't know. I, I honestly just started making a lot of food and then started giving away food. And then people started giving me money. And then I I don't I don't know what it transitioned to an actual business. But uh, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. You, you So you. You said you were in Virginia, and then what brought you to San Diego? Uh, the Navy. Yeah. I, oh, the uh, Navy did. Okay. San Diego um, about five years ago. Okay. So you were already living in San Diego through the Navy, and then you just decided to stay after that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I met my wife out here, and so, um, so we decided to stay. It just seemed like the best position for us. Nice. And are you, are you doing... Um, barbecue full time now, or do you have another job? No, I'm going to school full time and doing barbecue. Nice, yeah. nice. And Dom, have you, Dominic, have you transferred to just barbecue now? Now that you uh, have moved over? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I am doing it full time now. Um, I've I've always done side work as well to fill the gaps of uh, when I'm not doing anything. I've always been pretty handy. Um, but yeah, coming out here has taken up a lot of the my 
schedule. So I guess full time I'm out here <laughs> helping out and uh, cooking. But that's good though. I think uh, that's what we both wanted to get to to a point where this becomes our uh, full time thing and it's working out so far. So it's paying a couple bills. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> not a bad way to pay a few bills, huh? Right. And I guess congratulations are in order. You had a you had a daughter last year, right? Yeah. Gabe? Yep. She's my uh, she's my little COVID baby. Nice. Is that uh, is that your only daughter, or do you have other children? Uh, it's my second daughter, um, and I have a son as well. Okay. What are their ages? Uh, Wyatt is six, Briella is seven, and Ellie's ten months. Very cool. Yeah. You know, once once you have kids, man, your life becomes a different focus, huh? Man, I stay busy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to uh, to schedule this. It was uh, baby's taking a nap right now. My wife's got backup in case the baby wakes up, and <laughs> we had to schedule this into the cook week. So, yeah, stays busy. Yeah, well, I appreciate that for oh, sure. So, so let's talk a little bit about. Um, uh, what you guys are cooking, what, um, what's on the menu and, um, some of your favorite stuff that you're cooking as well. Uh, well, my favorite has to be the pork belly, of course. I don't know. It's a go-to for me. Um, especially the pickles that we make. As soon as you put a pickle on top of that thing, and, uh, geez, I'm already melting away. I already know what the is going to be as soon as the cook happens. So. Let's just put it like that. Uh, for me, I'd probably go with um, either sausage or brisket. Uh, but, I mean, as much work as I've put, in it, put into figuring out how to make sausage, uh, I think I'll always go with sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it only took me about yeah. six years to get it right. Labor, that's a labor of love there, huh? For yeah, sure. Absolutely is. So you're cooking up um, traditional Texas-style barbecue. So you got some brisket, you got ribs, you got craft sausage, you're doing some pork belly. I see that you incorporate uh, some coffee in, into your food. Talk to us a little bit about that and kind of the rest of the menu. Any, any specialty items that you make? Yeah, so um, when we first started this, we were uh, doing that out of the backyard. Um, and through the veteran kind of network that we've got out here in San Diego, uh, I met up with Eric over at Trident Coffee. And uh, he's basically been an incubator for us just to get us started. And I mean, he's housed most of our equipment and helps us out with electricity and <laughs> runs a commissary for us. Like he, he's taken real good care of us. Um, but with that, we've also been able to kind of incorporate some of their coffees. Um, they have, uh, they take a lot of care to go around the world and uh, find organic coffees that um, kind of tell the story of, of the Navy. I mean, um, there's one called Damn the Torpedoes. Um, and for me, that hits really close to home because I spent, like I said before, I spent some time in Louisiana and it's got chicory root in it and it's just a dark roast French roast coffee or a dark French roast coffee. Um, and to me, that that's one of those coffees that's just kind of like tastes like home. Um, so we take that and we'll render it down, um, and sweeten it up and we'll put it as uh, a special deglaze that we use for our pork belly sometimes, or maybe even the ribs. Um, there's a couple other coffees that incorporate cinnamon and other things like that. So we try and make a, a really cool spin off of that. And Dominic, do you have a, 
do you have the recipes down or are you allowed to to do uh, some of the cooking here or or is gabe is gabe still have his eye on you oh man of course he's always got his eye on me he's definitely <laughs> the master chef over here um but you know i've got the recipes next to me and i try to stick to them and he's got them perfected for me so i don't stray away from what he's done <laughs> that's for sure and i definitely don't want to upset him so <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i i stick to the recipe let's just leave it like that <laughs> yeah you know when you mentioned that pork belly i was in colorado a couple years ago and i uh, was over at albert with carl felinius um who at one time worked at, at franklin barbecue and and he does the same thing he incorporates some coffee grounds into his and that's probably the best pork belly I've ever had. It was just fantastic. So when you mentioned that and, uh, and I saw the pictures on there, I'm like, man, I can't wait uh, to get out there and, and, and try it. You know, hopefully uh, we'll make it out there soon enough. Um, I think last time I was out there, I hit you up, but you weren't cooking that weekend. Um, and I hit, I hit up a, a few of the other places around town are you seeing a lot more um, barbecue pop-ups? And um, I mean, probably pre-COVID and, and I don't know, maybe now, are you seeing more kind of Texas style barbecue out there? You know, I think um, there's a lot of places that uh, try and emulate that Texas barbecue type thing. Um, it's really hard to avoid that because in my opinion, there's, there's the two, major kind of genres and you're looking at Carolina versus Texas barbecue. And, um, so a lot of guys out here see kind of like the passion that goes behind the Texas barbecue and really appreciate that. Uh, and I feel like it's a little bit easier to, to work towards with an offset smoker rather than building it in ground pits, like, like you need in Carolina. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a few of those backyard, barbecue guys out here where you'll see their offset pits and stuff like that. And there's quite a few in our customer base that'll come by and we'll talk and chat and um, kind of trade things that we've learned from each other. And I mean, I, I learned just as much from those guys as they learned from me. It's just, I work on a different pit than they do. So mm -hmm. it, it's really cool to see it just kind of blossom out here uh, compared to like in Texas where everybody does it, you know, it's just yeah. out there. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not as close to to um, San Diego as I am, you know, the L.A. area um, since I live out here. Um, but it's everywhere here, you know. You have so many people popping up and and um, buying pits now. You know, I mean, there's um, you know, you have fat stack smokers and you have um, my boys Harper. You know Harper Barbecue, and you have a couple of others that are out here building pits, and and so people are doubling down and, and see it as a as a way to to make a living. So I'm excited about the future of California and a lot of a lot of the barbecue out here. I was just curious if if you were seeing a lot of that, like like we are here in in the L.A. area in in the surrounding areas. Yeah, we actually uh, just got a fire pit from Harper, um, one of those big 40-inch uh, grills, and we used it for an event last weekend, so it worked out real well. <laughs> I saw that. I was, uh, in fact, I just uh, I had texted him earlier today. I said, "Man, that looks like a Harper to me," 
And uh, sure enough, um, he posted a he posted a picture. I guess he posted reposted what you had, um, because those fire pits are pretty badass. Yeah, that uh, great. Heavy as hell, uh, isn't it? It's already. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that event looked like it was a pretty cool event. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and maybe some other awesome. collaborations that you've had? Yeah, that was a really cool event. It was hosted by Cook Pigs, um, and they're an organic farm out here. Where um, uh, their backstory is is really interesting. They they were just kind of trying to um, find find some healthier food uh, and do farm to table for their family, and it kind of boomed. And they got really big. Uh, they were serving all over San Diego for a long time, and then started expanding. Um, and so with that, they got this ranch out in Julian. Uh, in the mountains out here in San Diego. Um, so from that, they uh, they kind of started to cultivate this um, farm-to-table type uh, following, and uh, it's been really cool to be a part of that. Um, I've been getting uh, getting pork from them for a while, and it's top-quality pork, some of the best I've ever had. Um, mm -hmm. And their story is they, they're on the same... Uh, it's similar conditions to the pigs that are raised in Spain. Um, and with that, the, the diet's similar as well. So you're getting the same, um, I don't want to say the same quality, but definitely the same sort of style where you're getting um, like the marbling in the meat is similar and the taste. Um, and it's, it's just a really good product. Uh, so we went out to this, uh, the ranch last weekend um, and they had archers from all over the, all over the place come out and uh, go through a, a course. And for that, we were able to provide some chili con carne, um, and which is near and dear to my heart because uh, the chili queens in San Antonio. And then we also threw some andouille sausage in there, so we got to put in that Louisiana spice as well. Um, so. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I was like, man, the chili con carne is just just thinking about that throwing throwing some in a little bit of tortilla and just wrapping that thing up and going there was another thing that i saw that you cooked that was oh uh, a boudin have you been doing boudin for a while or is that something new that you've started trying to do uh i've been doing it for a while that's one of yeah. those that's like it's just something that i love so i yeah uh, I like to share it every once in a while. We've, we started making kolaches a while back, and uh, so we made boudin kolaches, and that's, uh, that's one of the secret menu items type, uh, type things we got going on. So when people order it, we're able to take care of them. They're just not. It, it's such a labor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make yeah. it bulk. Yeah, um, that's one of those things that whenever I go back to Texas, I'm looking for boudin, you know. John Mueller makes a killer boudin. Um, of course, my boys, uh, uh, Bill, Bill Dumas over at Liberty, you know, that dude's a killer, you know, uh, he makes some, some mean boudin. Uh, well, we had some, we had some at, at uh, at Brett's. Yeah. His Brett, uh, his backyard. There was another guy there that was doing boudin also. That was pretty damn good. I can't remember what his name was, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I miss that out here in California. Not very many people do do boudin out here. Yeah, I just haven't found any. I haven't found. I know that um, Tyler Harp came in town and he made some for uh, for Heritage Barbecue whenever he was out here, uh, whenever they were doing the grand opening. But uh, yeah, man, I miss it out here. 
Hopefully we'll we'll coordinate whenever I come out to San Diego so so I can have some. Yeah, man, we'll get you taken care of. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you're cooking, uh, what type of wood you're cooking with, and and um, talk to us a little bit about that. Uh, so the wood that we use is what we got. Uh, it, it was tough so trying to sort um, anything that was similar to Texas. And uh, I heard a few guys that were shipping it in from Texas, and that's <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we found some California white oak, and that's what we roll with. Um, post oak is... Uh, a genus of white oak um, mm-hmm. so we got as close as we could and that's what we go with um, it still gives off that mild smoke flavor that you're going for especially with when you're smoking as long as we are um, and some of those briskets will go 14 to 18 hours just depending on how big they are for the sausages we try and go with like a pecan or hickory um, just to give it like a little different flavor but our fail safe is the white oak it's closest to what tastes right so I, I know that you've been ingrained in this whole barbecue, right? And uh, you've done some research and you have friends in the barbecue industry that you kind of lean on um, that have been able to kind of help you through uh, this whole process of, you know, starting your business and getting going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so JD, the pit builder that I worked with from Primitive, uh, he hooked me up with Brendan Lamb out at Smiley's. And uh, oh, yeah. honestly, that was like the, that's who I went out to Brett's backyard. Um, but he, uh, he's kind of groomed me into where I'm at in barbecue because all I knew before was I knew how to make flavors work, but I didn't know how to make a barbecue pit work quite as well as he does. Um, so uh, I, I'm able to reach out to him and he's, he's kind of helped me, helped me along to get where I'm at now. Yeah, and I saw that you spent some time out there. Were you doing some some training with him, or um, were you just going to go help and, and kind of learn from, from what he was doing? Uh, so the intent initially was just to go out there and hang out and kind of uh, learn how to cook ribs better. Um, but it ended up just being a good time. We clicked really well, and um, I went out several times. I think I went out uh, three or four times before Dominic came out the last time. Um, and it was just a cool learning experience where we got to just see everyday life in a barbecue restaurant because it's not something we get to do very often out here with only cooking once a month. So Brendan actually worked at La Barbecue, and and I guess at one point they were going to open up a, a business out in L.A., right? And yeah. uh, that uh, didn't work out, and he ended up uh, opening his own his own place out there, which is pretty cool. I, I'm... I'd I'd love to get out there and check it out. I'm I'm dying uh, for this whole COVID thing to kind of kind of uh, yeah, <laughs> so I can go out there and start making some uh, some trips. Have you um have you gone to eat at any other places while you're in Texas? Uh, uh, anything that stands out? Uh, we do the tour, man. Uh, every time I go to uh, Fort Worth, I try to hit Zavala's. Um, Awesome guys out there. Really good brisket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe's, man, Joe's a good guy, man. He's a really, really good guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm working at Brendan, so I'm going to eat all the barbecue I can possibly <laughs> <laughs> have. Um, and then uh, on the way south, I'll try my hardest to stop at Leroy and Lewis if they're open. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we had some beef cheeks last time oh. that were out of this world. <laughs> yep. Uh, and yeah, he he makes his a little different than than some of the folks that make them around because some people make them just like barbacoa, right? And he he makes it more kind of like a sliced kind of almost um, I don't know, kind of um, like a like a brisket that you slice off uh, pea chunks. Honestly, exactly. I don't know. There's like there's no way to describe it other than that was yeah. <laughs> it's yeah it's damn good i've had it myself and taylor we head up to taylor to hit uh louis miller and then kreitz down in uh lockhart so what brought you to uh to brett's event this this past year uh brendan sent me a text and he's like hey we got we got something going on um mentioned that it was in november and i had an opening in my schedule because i just got out of the navy uh so it seemed like a good opportunity to head out and uh, continue that learning process and it just so happened my brother was also tagging along and so we, we both got to go out and just work the week leading up to the event and then have, head out to the event and it was such a cool networking uh, opportunity for us because we don't really get to meet all meet all the pitmasters that are in San, uh, that are in Texas on the regular you know yeah did you get to meet uh, Tootsie as well I know she was out there walking around we did. We uh, we fangirled and ran and took a picture with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty incredible to have to have her show up and you know they're they're down the way, but um, she loves her some Brett. You know the the whole Snows team loves loves Brett. Brett's such a good guy. Who doesn't love him? So that was uh, that was an incredible event. There was so much good food. And so many good people hanging out there. Was there a dish that really stood out for you when you when you were out there? Honestly, I'd never had uh, those tortillas from Flores before. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it counts because it's not barbecue, yeah. but I had that tortilla for the first time and I got it. I, I suddenly understood <laughs> what, mm. the, what the big deal was about. They threw some meat on there, I believe, so yeah. that should count. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I don't even remember the meat. It was the tortilla. <laughs> it was, the tor- it was so damn good. And you can smell them before you even cook them. You smell them. You can it almost smells like like brisket, you know, because it has that tallow in there. Uh, man, those. Yeah, it, I, I gotta admit those those things were are damn good. I've I've had my fair share of them. But yeah, man, there was so much good stuff out there and. And of course, my boy Danny from Heritage Barbecue uh, and I were out there together, so um, we were able to to hang out and and uh, it was cool seeing a little bit of California out there and and uh, some of the other folks as well. Only met him briefly, but uh, but he's a cool guy, man. I, I love getting to go up there and check out his spot. Just it's such a it's a reminder of being back in Texas. Just having yeah. open patio and. Uh, and the food's incredible. So, uh, yeah. Have you made it up already? Yeah, I've gone. I've gone uh, once or twice, um, but uh, it's a little bit of a drive for me. But uh, mm-hmm. definitely worth it. Yeah, let me know next time, man. I'll meet you up there for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. So, what's the plans right now? I mean, you're uh, you're you're popping up. Um, how often um, with COVID? How's that affected your business? And and w- w- what's the plan? Um, so we, uh, it, it's fluid. 
that's the best way to describe it. Uh, being, having been in the military this long, it was always kind of a side thing for me. And now I'm transitioning to being a civilian, trying to understand uh, the dynamics of all this at work and making it a full-time job. I've actually reached out to uh, to Steven over at Rossler's quite a few times, and we're, we're both playing the same game, trying to figure out how to make this a real thing. And so it, it, it's just a transition thing. At this point, we're doing it once a month. Um, we, we were looking at working into a commercial kitchen so we could be working full-time um, and doing, like, specialty boxes on the weekends and making, like... Uh, big dinners for families and things like that, especially during COVID and, uh, that kitchen didn't work out. So now, now we're, we're on the move in a different direction. Um, not sure where that's leading us, but we're, uh, we're trying to keep that view of the water. That's for sure. You have your thousand gallon, you're still storing it at uh, your friends or where? So I, I found this girl on Facebook marketplace, <laughs> uh, and she, <laughs> allows me to store my smoker in her driveway. So that's that's where that one stays. And then we have the 250 that we just got, as well as our fire pit from Harper. And those are both stored at the coffee shop that hosts us. <laughs> Man, you got to get creative, right? You got to get creative. Whatever makes it work, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to get it done. So transitioning into civilian life, do you see yourself using techniques or things that you used or that you did while you were in the military in barbecue? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got to travel quite a bit while I was in the military mm -hmm. from Spain to Dubai to, uh, probably about 12 countries in Africa. Um, and also in Asia. Uh, so with that, I'm able to kind of bring all the flavors that tasted good to me in other places and bring them all to one spot. But outside of that, just the military experience in general, uh, it, it's helpful and a hindrance at times. Uh, I have to remember that this isn't the military sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's good because it helps kind of build that structure that you need for a for a day-to-day -day schedule for barbecue. Yeah, I mean, I see that spice rack behind you and it's all nice and neat and organized and I'm like, hell, that looks nothing like my spice rack at home. <laughs> so I'm like, man, it, it, that's got to be some kind of a, a military thing or something to keep it nice and neat like that. I wish, man. I was all over the place trying to run the business by myself. And then Dom came in and he worked. <laughs> oh, that's Dom, huh? That's all Dom, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> me crazy. So, you know. <laughs> That looks awesome, by the way. That looks really cool. I might need you to come over to my house, Dom, and organize my all my spices. <laughs> that might be another side job for you right there. I've seen those people that go and fix people's closets and shit. So you might be you might do that, Dom. You might got 30 minutes to do that and then I'll head back to cook some brisket, man. <laughs> Any cool, um, any cool collaborations that you have coming up or that you're uh, looking uh, forward to? Uh, yeah, we reached out to a couple of breweries that we're real excited to start cooking with. Nothing set in stone just yet, so we're still holding off on that. But at this point, Trident's been Trident, the coffee company that we've been working with, has been so good to us that uh, I mean, we're we're consistently going to be working with them 
Mm-hmm. Uh, can you think of anybody else that we? I mean, maybe Rossler. I would imagine. Yeah, we, we've spoken him. with Steven over at Rossler about him coming out here and doing something together, and so we're hopeful for that. And I mean, eventually, I'd love to go work up up there with Danny sometime one of these days. Yeah. Oh man, the Rosslers are such good people, man. Love those guys. Um, we had a really good interview with them uh, last year sometime, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm just so happy for him and. You know, he's finally retired, and he's doing his thing, too. So I'm sure you'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. I, I love getting to reach out to him, and it's, he's a great resource to have um, as a friend and as a barbecue guy. Yeah. So long-term, do you see yourself opening up uh, brick and mortar at some point? Do you, uh, or are you going to school for something else and this kind of holding you up until then? military pays for school so i'm going to school to have a degree and Mm -hmm. uh, live up to all my potential (laughs) uh but barbecue is i mean it's what the passion is so that that's Mm -hmm. what we're for uh i think both of our dream at this point is is a brick and mortar and uh i mean my wife has been in this from the beginning she's the one that kind of pushed me to start doing real pop-ups and um so to to stop now i think is um it's kind of a failure on all of us if we uh if we just stop uh so i don't know why we would the, if the barbecue is good and people keep coming then we'll keep making it well we definitely need more texas barbecue out there um you know out here in california it's uh it's starting to become a big thing and and um i'm all for it my my dream is to have several places that you say you know what we're going to go do a run like we do in, in Texas and go hit up, you know, three or four, five spots in a day, you know, and um, eat yourself to sleep, you know, and uh, and then do it again the next day. So, yeah, man, wish you the very best. I hope, uh, uh, hope you guys keep going strong, and um, I want to make sure that I get out there soon. Yeah, man, we'd love to have you out. Just let us know when. One thing that I like to do before I sign off with uh, with all my guests, I like to ask one last question, and that is, can you tell us something about yourself that maybe most people don't know? And we'll start with uh, we'll start with you, Dom. Something about me that most people don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I remember asking this question to, um, and you're and you're wearing the hat. He's wearing the pitmaster hat, by the way. Support your local pitmaster to Robert Sierra. <laughs> and I was I said, you know, like maybe were you a track star or something like that growing up? He was like, Nope, wasn't a track star. Only time I was running. <laughs> he said, only time I was running was after the snow cones whenever the truck came by. <laughs> um, gotta catch the hospital, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I mean, I'm always on the computer. Uh, I always enjoy learning new stuff. Right now, I'm really into uh, cryptocurrency, which is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I follow cryptocurrency pretty hard, uh, pretty invested in that. So, yeah, the world of Binance, that's that's my second love. That's where where all my attention's at when it's not barbecue. That's booming right now, huh? 
dude, it's a good time and it's like the wild west. So, you know, uh, if you got money to set aside and invest into something, I would look into that. If, uh, any of my fellow barbecue people out there, I'm trying to get Gabe to start looking at it more and, uh, yeah, hopefully it, uh, hopefully it takes off, make a little bit of money. Yeah. That, what about the, the Elon, Elon Musk, um, currency that, what is it? Oh, Dogecoin, man. That's Dogecoin. A, that, is that the real deal or is that? It's kind of like a joke, right? I don't want to say that to people who have it. Well, the people that have it should know. It's kind of like a meme coin. So it's like there's no real backing behind it. The guy who created it did it for fun. And uh, it's kind of taken off as a giant joke. But, you know, uh, the one at the end of the day that sticks is going to be the one that people remember. So, Hey, all power to him if it uh, if it's working for him. <laughs> yeah, definitely interesting. Cool, man. Gabe gave you some time to think about yours. It's got to be good now. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't want to do the boring one where like I love to travel because I mean I feel like that's what everybody says. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go with uh, what's it called? Uh, a philomath, where where you want to learn thing new things all the time. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Or Maybe I should learn that. Yeah. Uh, I like to learn things. <laughs> yeah. I, I like feel to like learn every day I pick up a new hobby. Yeah. So um, I, I try and dive right in. Um, so maybe the dictionary will be my next one, and I'll learn what the word is for a person who wants to learn new things all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an example of one of the, one of the last things you dove into. Um, I wanted a bow for Christmas. So my wife bought me a bow and I went and shot it a couple times. And now I have not shot my bow <laughs> within the past two weeks. But that's okay. Though. So I'm on to a new hobby. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure out what that is pretty soon. Hopefully uh, skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> so you get into it, you do it, you buy it, and then, all right, moving on to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit that way too. I know my bro my brother definitely is that way. I remember he went through a a pool phase like he he was like oh, man, I've been shooting pool and uh, I got me this Mayuchi or I don't know what it's called, stick, you right? Paul Junkies movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's what it was. <laughs> you watch that movie and you have to you're a pool shark. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I remember um, we went and played. We went and shot pool after that, and um, and I beat him. And he he gave up. He gave up. Uh, gave up the dream. <laughs> yeah, and he got into golf, and he got really heavy into golf, and then he quit golf. He's like sold his clubs and and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he got really into it. Like got nice clubs and everything, and like was playing every single day, and then just and then that, it was over. On to the next thing. So, I I can understand, Gabe. I can understand the the, the flipping hobby to hobby. So, <laughs> I just can't pick one. They all seem so fun. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, right? At the time, yeah. they all seem so fun. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you guys taking the time to to chat with me. I know you're busy. You got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, I did want to touch base with you and uh, and definitely wish you the very best, both of you. Uh, uh, Dom and Gabe, I appreciate you jumping on, and uh, um, yeah, man, we'll we'll set up some time, and I'll I'll head out there, or whenever you guys come down, um, let me know. Love to 
love to grab some lunch and grab a beer together. Absolutely, man. Where can folks find you? Um, I know you're doing it monthly. And then social media-wise, where can they find you? Uh, yeah. So, so we're doing the uh, pop monthly. It typically lands on the second weekend of the month. And uh, to find us, they can either go to the website, holidaysbarbecue.com, or at holidaysbarbecue, uh, double L, and barbecue is C-U-E. And that's uh, Instagram, Facebook, everything else? Uh, no Facebook, uh, just okay. Instagram, the website for now. Okay. Cool deal. All right. Well, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, man, we hope, hope to see you guys soon. Thanks, man. As always, thank you for tuning in to the I Crush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please help us reach more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating on your favorite listening app. Subscribe to get all past and future shows and share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even TikTok at I Crush BBQ Show. Or you can just email me at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cue.